What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes, my name is Alan Davis, and I'm thrilled to death that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As even some ministers are not saved people. Talking about this in Revelation chapter 16, the Bible says this, starting in verse 12, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the, notice this, false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth into the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Three times the beast or the Antichrist is spoken about with the false prophet. Revelation 16, 13, Revelation 19, 20, and Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. In Revelation chapter 19, verse 20, it says this, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. And Paul taught in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 that Satan has ministers, as he said in verse 15, therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Make sure that you are not a deceived religious person like the false prophet. Thanks for listening. We're It's Prophecy Time. 
You are special to us. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, Alan and I would like to send you a book entitled The Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 Bible promises that will be an encouragement to you. Please go to our website, which is bronxbbc.org. O-R-G, and scroll down to PayPal. Don't forget to leave your address. Be sure to keep your dial set at 570 every day at 2.30, Monday through Friday for It's Prophecy Time. Happy Thanksgiving from It's Prophecy Time. If you want to make a donation to this nonprofit organization, just go to our website at itsprophecytime.org. That website again is www.itsprophecytime.org. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, The Future Expulsion of Satan Out of Heaven, War in Heaven, Part 3. There are many verses in the Bible about the devil, such as 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 25 and 26, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. So here in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26, it speaks about the snare of the devil and his will. The apostle wrote in James chapter 4, verse 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Talking to the Jews of his day, Jesus said this in John chapter 8, verse 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And notice the apostle in 1 John chapter 3, verse 10. In this, the children of God are manifest or are clearly seen, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. And in our text for today, Revelation chapter 12, verse 9 says this, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels, these demons, were cast out with him. And moving on to Revelation chapter 20, verse 2, And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. 
And Revelation chapter 20, verse 10 says this, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So Satan, or the devil, or Lucifer, is kicked out of heaven as a result of a war in Revelation chapter 12. And today we're going to be looking at two aspects of this future war in heaven. Number one, the results of this war spoken about in Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. And number two, the reaction of these results in Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 through 12. So first of all, let's look at the defeat of Satan in Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 and 8. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. So here we see the defeat of Satan. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. So Michael, the archangel, will defeat him at the midpoint of the tribulation period. And if we understand the future context to be 2,520 days, the midpoint is 1,260 days in after the signing of the peacekeeping treaty. And here in Revelation chapter 12, there are five major actors in this future play. The man-child, the star, Jesus Christ. The woman, the nation of Israel. The dragon, Satan and his angels. Michael and his angels, number four. And number five, the remnant of the woman's seed, individuals in the nation of Israel who are saved by the midpoint of the tribulation period. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 17, the Bible says this, And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So, by the midpoint of the tribulation period, when the dragon persecutes this woman who brought forth this man-child who's going to be ruling all nations with a rod of iron, it is during a time when these remnant, this remnant of the woman's seed keep the commandments of God, and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So we see here in verses 7 and 8, the defeat of Satan. In verse 9, we see the dismissal of Satan, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels, these demons, were cast out with him. 
So we certainly need to understand the ramifications of this event. As at the midpoint of the tribulation period, we are heading toward the day of Satan's rule on planet Earth. As we see in this Babylonian woman, this murdering of the prophets or preachers and the saints, as it speaks about in Revelation chapter 18, verse 24, and in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain on the earth. And in Daniel chapter 7, we see the beast, or the little horn, spoken about in verse 25, that he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand till a time, that's one time, and times, that's two times, that's three times altogether, and the dividing of time, that's three and a half times, or three and a half years, or 42 months, or 1,260 days. Comparing Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, to the beast out of the sea, here in Revelation chapter 13, verse 7, notice this parallel passage. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And the supporter of this beast out of the sea in Revelation chapter 13 verses 1 through 10 is this beast out of the earth or the false prophet in Revelation 13 verses 11 through 18. But we're going to pick up here in verse 16, and it says this, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Herein is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, or the number of man, and his number is six hundred three score and six, or six, six, six. So first of all, we've seen the results of this war in heaven that the devil and his angels are kicked out who were before the throne of God accusing the brethren day and night. And we have some reactions to this dismissal of Satan from heaven in verses 10 through 12. First of all, Satan will be filled with wrath Notice what it says in verses 10 and 12 of Revelation chapter 12. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength for the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God 
day and night. So what are the demons of hell doing in heaven right now? Some of them, at least, are making accusations at the saints or saved people day and night so that they might be allowed by God to do something to these Christians today. Verse 12, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. So the devil, or Satan, is very knowledgeable that at the midpoint of the tribulation period, he only has 1,260 days prior to his imprisonment for 1,000 years. But notice here in verse 12 that Satan has great wrath. He is mad because he's been kicked out of heaven for good, never to go back again. So the devil is mad. Now, here we see in Luke chapter 19, verse 8, that Zacchaeus said to Jesus, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 16, it talks about individuals who falsely accuse Christians because of their good conversation in Christ. But we have an advocate, an individual who is going to plead our case, Jesus Christ, according to 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. He's there as our advocate or our lawyer in heaven to help us when these false accusations come from the devil and his demons. Not only, number one, will Satan be filled with wrath, verse 10 and verse 12 of Revelation chapter 12, but the saints will be filled with joy. In verse 10, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down. Therefore, verse 12, Rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. So we see here, the saints will be filled with joy. And of course, salvation of the soul brings joy, but also deliverance from bad situations also ought to bring joy too, such as in Psalm chapter 79, verse 12. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Number one, we saw that Satan will be filled with wrath. Number two, saints will be filled with joy. And number three, sinners will be filled with fear. Woe, says verse 12, to the inhabitants of the earth 
and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Psalm chapter 9 is talking about this future event, and we're going to be picking up here in verse 15. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, in the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Higion, Selah, Pauls, think about that. The wicked shall be turned into hell in all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. That's one prayer here. Let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. So here we see that sinners will be filled with fear, but today... If you're an individual who is in need of salvation and deliverance from all of these things that shall come to pass, I want you to bow your head with me in prayer to God, praying something like this, Dear God, I am a sinner, but I do believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose again from the dead, And I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. Reaching out to families throughout this area, it's prophecy time. If you just prayed this prayer to receive Christ as Savior, we would like to send you a booklet for new converts that will help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Please call 646 314-3625 so we can get this booklet in the mail to you as soon as possible. Relax, reflect, and rejoice this holiday season from It's Prophecy Time. If you're not already going to a Bible preaching church, come out to visit us one Sunday morning from 1045 a.m. to 1230 p.m. We're meeting at the Bartow Mall, lower level, room 28. It's near Bay Plaza. Here's the address, 2049 Bartow Avenue. That address again is 2049 Bartow Avenue. I pray you can make it this Sunday morning at 1045. The Real Meaning of the Season. It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for tuning in to It's Prophecy Time today. We are on Monday through Friday at 2.30 to 3. If you miss a program, we do have a podcast where you can get our messages anytime for your convenience. Go to Apple or Google Podcasts, then type in the search box, It's Prophecy Time. You are important to us. Don't miss a message. Happy Thanksgiving from It's Prophecy Time. One reason you should support 
It's Prophecy Time Ministries is because it is educational. Education in Bible prophecy helps a Christian to grow in Jesus Christ. Write out your generous donation to It's Prophecy Time Ministries and send it to Post Office Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. It's Prophecy Time Ministries, Post Office Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. If you're thankful for having this station around, whenever you want information, encouragement, and great teachings, please help us in a practical way. Be a financial supporter of It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.